Welcome to episode 305 of the Drunk Dash Podcast. I'm your host, as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me with the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Hey, I'm doing alright. Got through with a really crazy week, but at the same point, I am very glad it's Saturday night, and I'm also very glad that I had a chance to at least play some bit of games this week. <laughs> but uh, other than that, though, yeah, you know, I've been doing alright. Just got a bunch of stuff paid, got a whole bunch of stuff done, and so really just had a typical normal week. How about you, Tyler? Uh, alright, uh, busier than usual. Uh, that time of year we work, you know, had to work today on Saturday, wasn't very happy about it, hate working Saturdays, um, yeah. but, you know, gotta do it time to time, so, but it's over, uh, I got to watch a little bit of football today, you know, NFL's on Saturdays now, so that's, oh. that's exciting, um. Texans won, so that's that's good. I think the, nice. the Browns are winning, which is something you don't get to say very often. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah, doing okay. You know, got did get a bunch of gaming in though uh, throughout the week, um, which uh, yeah, you know what? That's from that's the intro. Uh, you want to just jump into more Smash Talk? Oh yeah, no problem. All right. Um, so we talked about it a little bit before the show, but for the for the listeners. Uh, why don't you give a little update on where you're at and with, uh, with your characters? All right, so for basically what I've done is I've tried out a lot of the individual modes for the Smash mode in general. So I've, I've dabbled around with the custom Smash. I've dabbled around with the whole 3v3, 5v5, plus a bit of the tournament mode. And quite honestly, all of them are pretty damn solid. I mean, it's nothing like really, uh, nothing really like uh, wonky or really like gimmicky or something like that. I do love the added features when it comes to, say, the whole elements of uh, switching between different types of bracket modes and stuff when Mm -hmm. you're going through, like, when you're going through, like, different types of, like, uh, tournament stuff. You know, I like that. As far as characters are concerned, I actually went through last weekend, and after we got done recording, I finished up the rest of the character stuff, and now I got at least every single character I could unlock. Hmm. The only thing I need to do now is just register my ding stuff with smash and that i can get that piranha plant yeah eventually yeah you'll get you'll get an email for that uh and just a heads up uh justin told me about it to keep an eye out my email and i'm glad i did because i found it in my in the junk folder in my email so oh wow yeah okay well that's definitely something that i got to keep my eye on then but the thing i noticed most about uh, unlocking these characters is just how much the difficulty spikes as many characters as you try to unlock mm-hmm. I mean, it starts off, like, pretty decently. It's like, okay, you unlock about a good handful of characters or something like that, but then all of a sudden, you come across random characters where it seems like their AI has sort of been spiked to a degree to where it's definitely difficult to unlock them. Like, for example, it took me at least a good solid... I want to say about three or four hours tops in order to try to unlock some other characters that I had lost against previously. And that's just the thing. If you're not very familiar with the game, you're trying to unlock these characters. They really, they really give you a run for their money. I mean, for God's sakes, it's like I had a group of characters that kept on routinely beating me because their levels would definitely be spiked up to what it felt like maybe the maximum amount of difficulty. Oh yeah, just without without rhyme or reason. It's just, it's just kind of funny where they had the whole like uh, glitch stuff in and of itself. To where you actually get exit out of the game, enter back in and stuff, complete a match, and all of a sudden another character pops up. Well, I discovered that if you actually lose a rematch mode, sometimes the rematch option disappears. Hmm. And that you got to go through and just try to close out the game, open back up the game, and uh, basically try to complete different types of matches in order to try to get that thing to pop back up again. And it's just totally random. I don't understand why it's this way. But... I ended up having to do this quite a number of times going to 3v3 mode in Smash or doing a custom Smash match, completing that, then going back to the whole games and more, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, hey, a rematch of a character's right here, blah, blah, blah. So that took me another couple of hours just to try to get all the other characters that I had lost to previously and just try to unlock a lot of them. 
The hardest character for me to get was definitely Cloud. Now, I say Cloud is because his stage is totally set upon, like, Midgar for Final Fantasy VII, and in that stage gimmick, you get to collect different things like Materia to summon different elemental enemies. Well, combine that with some of his sword skills that he has at an extremely high level for his AI, and it makes it almost, like, borderline... I wouldn't say unplayable, but it definitely makes it borderline difficult to try to at least get him... Get his attack, no, not get his attack, but get his, get him damaged to an extent where you gotta knock him off the stage. Now, the only way I was able to beat him when I faced off against him last was I used my main character from Melee, and that was Falco. And I managed to go through and uh, familiarize myself with Falco's moveset. Some things are a little bit more, like, experimented on than uh, others in terms of his uh, appearance in uh, Brawl and the uh, Smash game for Wii U. But other than that, though, I was able to get Cloud to a higher extent, and at the last moment, I hit a smash attack where it mattered the most, and I sent Cloud flying, and that ended up unlocking the last character. That was a good accomplishment. Honestly, that was definitely the hardest part about playing this game so far, was unlocking every single one of the characters, as opposed to having them all from the get-go for Smash <laughs> and on Wii U, with the exception of the DLC characters. All in all, I think it took me a good solid, I want to say, five or six hours to get all the characters. And my hmm. gosh, up until that point, it's like, I kind of wonder how many people actually went forth and did that. Because <laughs> some of the difficulty at spots kind of would turn off new players of the game, I would think. But uh, I still haven't tried any more of the single player mode in Smash, but at the Honestly, it's going to be one of those, like, uh, pick-or-choose sort of things right now, whether I want to continue on with it or not. But I am still having a blast of the game. It's still fun to play. And it's definitely been a fun experience showing other co-workers and showing things, like, from uh, Final Fantasy VII and this and that. Like, I was showing some co-workers how Cloud plays and how his stage, like, goes forth and how if you press and hold down, like, a down... B or something like that, it builds up his limit gauge, and then you see his Omni Slash for his final smash, and it's like, hey, this is nice. This is all this and that. and But uh, overall, though, I'm still enjoying Smash. What about you? Um, Yeah, I'm still liking the gameplay of Smash, of course. Uh, I have not gotten every character yet. I'm still waiting on my Greninja. God damn it. Um, <laughs> I think I am in the mid-50s. I want to say I was like 57 or so. Uh, yeah, I've been definitely feeling the uh, the difficulty spike uh, as of late with these characters, though unlocking them. Uh, Shulk took me. I actually unlocked him today, mm-hmm. and it probably took me ten attempts to get him. Uh, right. Uh, Richter is whipping my ass. Uh, Bayonetta is the same way. Uh, King DTD, I can't. Even, I can barely get a shot in on him. He just right. Uh, he just builds damage so fast, and then you're just floating in the air. <laughs> I know it. Just a tart, like a sitting. Here's a sitting duck, man, waiting for it. He's just you come down, hit with a hammer. You just there's not a lot you can do. Um, I know for some spots, I actually had to use heavier characters in order to try to make a dent on some of the lighter, speedy characters. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, I think that was my problem was I was trying to match speed with speed on some of like Shulk so fast. Uh, trying to, I was trying to do like Young Link with them, and it's just uh, Young Link's down A is just, he's just he's floats like Link's is is like fast and more powerful. Yep. Um, but like Young Link, he just he just hovers up there, uh, and man, that it, that kills me. So I I switched up. I started playing with Pit a little bit more because especially going up against Richter uh, with the, with the with a whip, um, he still beat me, but it was. It was way more competitive where we were both over a hundred percent. So uh, I feel like I, yeah, you know, it was it was kind of the next big shot one. He got the next big one in. Um, Definitely, it feels like the game forces you to kind of switch to experiment with characters if you want to try to unlock everything. Yeah, because like I was saying before, it's like I was using like Kirby and like Pikachu for a long time. Then I had to switch up a little bit, maybe using characters like Bowser or Captain Falcon or even like K. Rule to a certain extent. Because K. Rool's smash attacks are pretty powerful. Yes, he if he gets oh his counter attack uh, with the belly flop thing, oh yep. boy, and he's got a good he, he's got a good um, uh, recovery too with the little helicopter thing. Um, yeah, 
he's a good one. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm still I'm, I'm still having a blast with it. I was talking about last week. Still love the five v five mode. Having having even more fun with that now that I have because I think when we talked last week, I was in the mid thirties uh, character wise. So I definitely have a lot more new ones. So checking out some of the newer characters. Uh, it's pretty funny just kind of seeing how bad I am with some of these other characters. Uh, we're all just like, oh, I just flew off the side and killed myself. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, oh, it's two to five already. Uh-oh. Uh, but, yeah, I'm having fun with that. Um, and the main thing I played this week, though, on here, uh, on Smash, is the uh, the World of Light mode. Uh, so, I, I uh-huh. we, we talked about a lot last week. Uh, I think it was like a couple hours in. Well, now I'm over 12 hours in. Okay. And I still hate it. <laughs> it's not fun i do not like it uh it, it's it's become a thing of like um uh i'll just turn a podcast on and i'll just listen to that and i'll I'll play through and just unlock the stickers and stuff uh and like I, i'm playing because i'm like oh man i'm playing it's, it's smash you know it's still kind of fun but like I was, I was complaining last week about the lack of game modes you do like all of the uh oh the floor is lava the floor is uh you hit it it's sleep powder puts you to sleep oh it's electric oh it's fire oh it's this oh there's a high wind um you just you just see oh the 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 your opponent is giant oh there's six opponents this time you just see a lot of the same uh formulas over and over again with like so they're more or less like gimmick matches more likely yeah yeah and like like I was saying last week event mode was awesome uh, yep. And this is some of the th- some of the, some similarities between this and uh, event mode, but event mode was like fifty different unique matches. This one, I I kind of I kind of looked it up because uh, I got to a certain point in it, uh, and I'm like, "Are you fucking?" I thought I was. I thought I beat it, and I got to the section. I'm like, "Are you fucking really?" There, I'm not even close. And I looked it up. I, I'm I'm like over. Oh, like over 250 sticker battles won. Uh, yeah. And uh, over 12 hours in. And there is, like, I think about 700 battles if you want to 100% this game. Oh. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, I didn't even, I don't I didn't even think I. So, minor spoilers for a game that, a mode that doesn't have a story to it. Uh, after you beat the Gallium or whatever he is, the, the big main boss guy yeah. that, um, you beat him there's a whole nother map after uh-huh. that. yes a whole nother map it's a it's the dark side map it's the the darkness map whatever it's called after you okay. and after you beat that mode there's a darker side map it's like super mario odyssey but sucks um so what yeah so there's a whole there's three maps and there's there's they're huge not really huge but there's so many battles in there there's so many dungeons and caves and uh, just like weird side paths you can go on into um so i beat the first one and i did like two battles in the dark side one and i'm just like i i zoomed out and i'm like oh fuck no like i was like oh maybe (laughs) maybe i'm in a cave or something like that maybe i'm in like a, a, a subsection of this map no it's just a whole nother map it's just dark this time um and i'm just like i can't i can't do this like I forced my way through this whole thing already. I'm I'm not gonna do it again. So I, I kind of rage quitted it because the reason I kept kind of going was because I heard it got I heard it got better. I heard there was some cool stuff that happened later in the game. And I'm like I'm 12 hours in. I'm I'm looking up what other people are saying about this thing, and they're putting 35, 40 hours into this to beat it. I'm like I'm not doing that. Um, and it might be the easiest way for me to unlock the characters at the rate I'm going at right now, because. Uh, in that game mode, because uh, you have to unlock the characters in that game mode to play as them. But if you unlock that character in that game mode, it unlocks it in the main game. So I've unlocked 35 characters in there. So uh-huh. uh, Most of which I've already unlocked beforehand, though. Uh, so I probably really only unlocked 6 to 8 um, in the main game through that mode. So yeah. in 12 hours, I'm not not doing not getting as much as I, I, I want to. It's definitely the slowest way... Um, if you're a skilled player, uh, unlike me, uh, to unlock characters, but yeah, it's, man, it's, it's not good. It's bad. (laughs) It's not, okay. I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it's bad. Uh, it's, it's a bad mode. The gameplay is not bad. It's just, 
extremely repetitive. Uh, and the only fun fights you have are the boss battles, uh, which there's only a few, at least in the first right. map. Because um, you have to defeat all the bosses before you can uh, fight Gallium or whatever his name is. Um, and the, the the unlocking character fights are fun. And that's it. And that's just kind of, it's just single, it's just 1v1 regular smash. Um, you're playing in a battlefield mode. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think I'm done with that. Uh, I am done with that. Uh, but I mean, I don't know. It, it's, it sucks. Cause like I was saying last week, it's, it's the thing I was most excited for in the game. Uh, it's the, one of the biggest disappointments of the year for me in gaming is that mode. Uh, uh-huh. just based on how, how excited I was for it, but. Yeah, like right. I don't know. Like I still like the, the the main game game itself is fantastic, obviously. Uh, and like I said, I think the best thing to come out of this for me that's keeping me playing uh, more and more is the uh, squad strike mode with the five v five and three v three. Right, because that is a blast. Uh, I don't know. That's kind of that's really all I have, I have to add on that for right now. Is there anything you want to add before we move on? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Damn it! I thought I had time to take a drink. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, so let's move on to. Um, have you played anything else besides Smash this week? Well, yes, I have. I played a little bit more of Dragon Ball Fighters, and that's more or less because I wanted to try to get better with different types of characters. Cool. And it's it's kind of interesting because the whole aspect of me playing Dragon Ball Fighters this year has been earlier on in January when it released. I was okay. I was playing little bits, completed the story mode, completed about sixty-seven percent of the game itself, based upon the trophy count list. You know, I took a break for a while, came back, started learning a little bit more intricate things with it, and now I'm at the point now where it's like, I'm discovering things for myself that's even deeper than what initially what I had thought possible, where I'm now taking characters, trying to see if I can actually chain link, extend combos with certain characters now, and I'm trying to play games online, and I'm trying to learn how to better, like, block and reflect attacks. Honestly, it's pretty fun, it's actually pretty darn fun. I could not, like, imagine how much depth was inside the game already, and basically it took me having to not only go forth and, like, look at videos online, but at the same point go through and try to play games for myself, try to uh, play a little bit more competitively and just try to learn a little bit more intricate ins and outs, where I'm just starting to become accustomed to, like, not just a few characters, but now I'm kind of getting a broader scope of what I can actually do inside the game, and it's making me actually relatively better in terms of my quality hmm. of uh, play, which I like that very much. It also makes me appreciate, like, the uh, the training mode in of itself to where I can set the enemy, like, AI to either be at maybe 80% difficulty or, like, how to reflect certain Kai Blasts or how to, like, uh, anticipate how to counter specific attacks or, like, a rock-paper-scissors-like approach, where it kind of feels like now... I'm not based upon, like, luck when I'm trying to play games or play matches through arcade mode or even, like, competitive matches. It feels more like a me, my skill is getting better while going through and experimenting with different characters, different assists, using, like, uh, different types of variations of the same combos that I had learned from the combo modes. And I'm relatively still having a blast with Dragon Ball Fighters. I mean, I'm absolutely happy with this. And... Like almost a year since the game's release, I'm still playing it this much. It's actually it's kind of amazing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, other than that, though, I haven't really played anything else too much in depth. I did play like briefly some bit of the whole Sega Genesis stuff. Oh, cool! I managed I managed to go through, and I think I beat a little bit of Altered Beast. But uh, that was me using save states and me going through the very last stage of the game with just like one life, then having to memorize the patterns of some of the last bit of the enemies, which by the way, they introduced like two or three new enemies inside that game on the very last level, like something had been cut out in between. And this is like me facing off against the final boss with one life and then having to reload because I missed a specific combo or like specific event or whatever. <laughs> And so that was kind of a frustrating experience, but uh, other than that, I kind of feel like this is the kind of collection game where I'm probably not going to like stream too much of, because for one, as much as I like playing the older games, I kind of like to take my time and like kind of relax to them <laughs> in and of itself, because it's, it's a little bit of history, the Genesis stuff. But uh, other than that, that's pretty much what I've been playing for this week. Alright, cool. Um, I played one of the games this week, too. I only mm-hmm. played it for like 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, 
It's a game called Desert Child. Uh, I talked about it a few weeks ago. We were talking about games we were looking forward to for the rest of the year. Um, game I've been looking forward to for a while now. I think it was a, a PAX East uh, Nindies event, Nintendo's uh-huh. Nindie thing, uh, back in like March. And I saw that trailer. Right. I'm like, that looks cool. That looks that it's it was definitely one of those um, uh, tile looking games. Really cool art style, cool music. Uh, just missing a dog. Uh, uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so. I'm like, oh, that looks really exciting. It, it just, I, we have talked about in the past. Like, that's like my weakness is a unique art style with some cool music. And an indie game with that, oh, I'm in. Uh, and uh, I picked it up. It was like it was like 12 bucks, So it wasn't super expensive. Uh, and I just uh, didn't get into it. I didn't, I didn't really care for it. So basically what it is is like uh, um, you play as this guy who is like, so people are traveling. It's like 100 years in the camera. It's like, it's 2100s though. Uh, and people will travel back and forth between Earth and Mars now. And you're of like, course. you're racing. Uh, it's like a 2D side scroller. It's a side scroller, but you can move, you know, up, you know, back and forth. Um, and you're racing to uh, these little, like, uh, I don't know, like hovercrafts. Like, they're like jet skis, but they hover. And. Uh, throughout it, you can like you can use turbos. You can there's like obstacles in the way. You gotta dodge them, and then you gotta um, there's like things you can shoot that give you money. Um, uh huh. And race other people, and you win. You win money, uh, and, and you earn money throughout the race. And you have to you're trying to earn. I think it was like 500 bucks to get a ticket to go to Mars, and then you gotta go uh-huh. to Mars. And I got to I think I got to Mars. I, I, I got the money to get to Mars. One of the two. And um, you get there, and you have to earn like 10 grand. To get into the Grand Prix, um, and then I'm assuming you win the Grand Prix, and that's the game. But throughout the game, what kind of keeps you playing is your character uh, gets hungry, so you have to feed him. Also, right. your character, like, you have to repair. The more damage that happens to your um, vehicle uh, while you're racing, uh, you have to repair it. You have to buy new parts for it. So it kind of keeps the cycle of, yeah, you earn money, but you got to spend you got you know, to spend money to make money, basically. And there's right. like side activities you can do, like you can deliver pizzas, you can do little other things to keep going, uh, and earn some side cash um, as well um, in between the races. So I don't know. I I didn't really find the. I did like four or five races. They're not particularly fun. Um, and I mean, maybe it gets deeper down down the line, but eh, I just wasn't feeling it. Especially with Smash out this week, I was just like, ah, eh, right. It's not. This is not and the music's fantastic. I think the art style is really cool. Uh, it just did not grab me like I was hoping it would. Uh, I think the right. gameplay wasn't solid enough to keep me that, that kind of kept me interested um, throughout. Unlike Forgotten Anne, where the gameplay was bad, but the story and the art style was good enough was uh, was very good uh, to keep me playing through the game. That I can deal with the gameplay. This game was not that. Uh, but that's that's all I played this week. So um, more Smash. Uh, I got a, I bought I bought a game called Gris I think is how you pronounce it yeah uh, yeah came out on PC and Switch I have yet to play it um but I'm gonna hunker down uh, sometime this week and sit down and play right. it. it's only I heard it's only a few hours so uh, it's like 2D journey basically um but yeah I have that I have that in the docket to play though uh but moving on to some of uh, I was gonna say some of our topics uh, we don't really have any topics honestly not a lot <laughs> going on this week I, we have one topic and I have I brought I I pulled. I've been thinking about this the last couple of weeks, and I was kind of like saving it. I was going to save it for, um, the, for like maybe one of the first shows of next year, but uh, we're close enough to it, and there's not like I said, there's not a lot going on. So now is a good time to talk about the, the any. So, but before we get there, uh, this kind of ties in with the, what, what, I was, what we're going to talk about later is um, Metro Exodus, uh, a game yes. I'm really looking forward to. One of the 25 AAA games coming out on February 22nd. Uh, is now uh, it's gone gold, and it also is now coming out on February fifteenth. So okay, it's been pulled up a week, getting out of that February twenty second hell week or hell day, which uh, day's gone already moved out of it too, I believe. Uh, so at one point we had Crackdown three, uh, Metro Exodus, uh, Anthem, and Days Gone all coming out on February twenty second. Now the only game coming out on February twenty second is uh, uh, Anthem. Uh, yeah, Days Gone got pushed out to like late April. Uh, and then Metro and Crackdown now come out on February 15th. Uh, so uh, this was a quote from uh, the uh, Deep Silver CEO, who they are the people that make the game. 
uh, Clemens Kudrowitz. I don't know how to say his last name. Uh, but he uh, he said, um, our fans have been waiting patiently for Metro Exodus ever since we announced it um, back at E3 2017, which I thought, I, I didn't realize it was that long ago. I thought it was just this past E3. Uh, we had previously, know, right? yeah, it, it, the time flies, man. We had previously delayed the uh, release date to ensure 4A games had the time to deliver their ambitious vision of the game. But now we're delighted to confirm that Metro Exodus has gone gold and will be bringing the release date forward to February 15th. Uh, Metro Exodus uh, looks to be bigger, uh, bigger take on the Metro concept without going open world. Uh, that was a big thing where uh, a lot of people were saying, "Oh, it's open world Metro," which, as a fan of the Metro games, uh, I was very nervous to hear about. But uh, he came out and he said that uh, I think the Metro, uh, I think for Metro fans, it's really important to make it clear this is not an open world game. Uh, it's a series of levels, and you can play them in linear order, or you can still have traditional Metro style levels. When the game starts, the game will be, feel very familiar. And then at E3, we showed uh, the, the first of those new le- huge new levels. Uh, we call them sandbox survival levels. Each uh, each one of those can take several hours to complete, several days worth of in-game time. That's where we're going to gradually expand the horizon. Um, so as a fan of the Metro games, I mean, that, makes me, that makes me happy to hear that. Um, it sounds like they're going very... Um, like a Tomb Raider-esque, I guess, the best way to put it nowadays. Right. Where, you know, Tomb Raider was, uh, it kind of took some of the uh, Metrovania kind of stuff where, like, ah, there's some stuff here you can't do yet. But it was, like, um, there was, like, eight or nine sections that um, you can just fly right through in 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Ah, I don't know, maybe about 20, 30 minutes, maybe like an hour or so. Uh, but there was so much side stuff you can do, so many side missions and secret things you can find that you can spend, I don't know, eight, six eight hours in some of these sections you know if you want to do everything but you had to, obviously had to go back multiple times to unlock as you unlock new items but uh i don't know that makes me excited to hear that um i uh because that's kind of what the metro games were like before not um on a, on a very small scale compared to that um mm-hmm. and this sounds like it's a bigger version of that but it sounds like you know the kind of the gradual um evolution of you know where this game where this game going which is nice uh, have you? I don't know if you, I don't think you've played the Metro games. Have you? I've only played like a little brief stint with the Metro games. Not enough to actually more or less have a actual footnote of whether I like the series or not. But I'm pretty excited for the fans of uh, Metro Exodus and stuff. Than how much it actually looks like a game that uh, people are actually looking forward to pretty well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's that's pretty cool to see. It got pushed up a week, but yeah. Then I uh, I was, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot the last few weeks. Um, and I've heard some you know, people talking on, online and stuff like that on podcasts about 2019, about how big it is. And I, I'm like, oh man, I, you know, I keep I keep a list. It's like I'm talking about in the past. Right? I, have, I have a list in my phone of like, hey, these games. Like I, I type out when they come out. Uh, I bold them if I paid for them already or pre-ordered them or whatever already. Or no, I, I, I bold them if they've been pre-ordered. I put an asterisk on that if I paid for it already. Because I've talked about in the past, I've accidentally purchased the same game multiple times by accident because uh-huh. i didn't realize i pre-ordered it from multiple places um so to prevent me this is what i do this is how bad i've gotten but i'm like oh cool we got off february 22nd that's the hell day and then i was like i said well wait crackdown already moved days gone's already moved now metro's moved now it's just anthem on the 22nd can i let, let's just go over before we get into the the, the, the meat and potatoes of what i want to talk about let's just talk about what february 15th looks like okay okay we got crackdown three Yep. Dead or Alive 6. Yep. Far Cry New Dawn. Yep. Jump Force. Okay. Metro Exodus. <laughs> That's February 15th. We have five, maybe not AAA games, but pretty large-scale games coming out on that one day. Obviously, I know we're not all excited for all of those, but I'm excited for at least two of those. Like, ah, Crackdown, I'm hopeful for. Uh, Far Cry... Maybe it can be good. I was disappointed with five. I'm I'm, I'm curious with Jump Force. That could be 2019 Dragon Ball Fighters, possibly. So well, possibly. You know, it's like what I what I basically am seeing. I'm just seeing a couple fighting games which I may have some interest in. I mean, Jump Force obviously it's because it's more or less like appear to like uh, shonen fans and stuff for like different animes like Bleach, One Piece, Dragon Ball, respectively, Naruto, but. Uh, it's interesting seeing all these games just clash together on one day. This kind of reminds me sort of like a couple of years ago when we had Assassin's Creed Origins, Mario Odyssey, and then like freaking uh, Wolfenstein 2 on the same day. Yeah. 
in that uh, October 29th, I think it was. Uh, 27th, but, that uh, day still lives. 27th. That day lives in empathy. Yes. Em- empathy. Em- em- okay, empathy? Empathy? Empathy. 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 It's a big day. It was a big day. Regardless, <laughs> either way you look at it, it was a big day for gaming. It was that moment that Tyler had an epiphany. Uh, anyway. Something happened. <laughs> Mental breakdown. But yes, what I am what I am trying to like point out is like it's interesting just like how unintentional these moves were for some of these games and all of a sudden all these games are gonna be clashing on the same day. It's it's this is something you don't see in a February. This no. is something you see in September or October, or maybe sometimes even like uh November and stuff like that, but no, no, right from the get-go, like, January is going to be that dead month, and all of a sudden it's like, February, boom, 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 and all of a sudden Anthem on the 22nd, like, okay, this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, um, <laughs> and I want to point out, January is not much of a dead month, and this is kind of the thing I want to get into. I want to talk right. about 2019 in gaming. Okay. So here's a list of everything that is not... Con- these are things. There's stuff with release date. The most, the first part I'm going to talk about is stuff with release dates, and then there's a bunch of other games that are scheduled for 2019. So I'm going to start off with the ones with release dates. New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe, uh, January okay. 11th. Uh, Travis Strikes okay. Again, January 18th. Resident Evil mm-hmm. 2, January 25th. Kingdom Hearts oh. 3, January 29th. That's just January. Nice. Th- that would be a really good like October. That's January. And then, like I said, <laughs> February 15th, Crackdown 3, Dead or Alive 6, Far Cry, New Dawn, Jump Force, Metro Exodus, February 22nd, Anthem, uh, Left Alive, which is a game that's got some buzz around it. Uh, that's coming out March 5th. The Division 2, March 15th. Secure, Sek- Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, which is the Dark Souls game, I believe. Uh, that is okay. coming out March 22nd. Mortal Kombat 11, April 23rd. Days Gone, oh. April 26th. Rage 2, March, or, I'm sorry, May 14th. Crash Team Racing, June 21st. Shenmue 3, August 27th. Devil May Cry 5 is coming out in spring. This is where I'm getting the stuff without release dates, but uh, they are scheduled for 2019. Judgment, which is from the Yakuza guys, that's coming out uh, in the summer of 2019. Then we got Star Wars Jedi um, Fallen Order, which is coming from the, the Titanfall guys. We have Gears 5. Ori and the Will, Will of the Wisp. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Twin Mirrors. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yoshi, Yoshi's uh, with the the Switch game. I forgot what it's called. Pokemon, the next gen game, is coming out. Animal Crossing for the Switch. And then oh, I it's not even on here. I just thought about. It. I just completely Doom Eternal. Yeah, that's 2019 right now. We're in mm. December. Yep. We haven't gotten to E3. We haven't seen a January. Uh, there's no. We haven't had our direct yet. Like. Next year's insane, Gables. Like oh, for gaming, yeah. My list of games I want I talk about that I I was just talking about that I keep track of. The remember, like, make sure I don't buy multiple copies. It's already got like eight games on it that I want to that, that with release dates that I want to buy. That's not even the stuff that doesn't have release dates. <laughs> the, in the Valley of the Gods, I'm excited for, which is the Firewatch guys. That game looks incredible, um, and I, I'm looking forward to that. A Crafted World is a Yoshi game. Um, Gables, what could 2019 be one of the best gears in gaming of all time? Hmm, it has the potential of being, but it also has a lot to left to show, and it's definitely a lot of games that we have not seen yet. Like you just mentioned, Nintendo Direct stuff, E3, whatever the heck that Sony wants to do, or whatever the heck Microsoft wants yeah. to do when revealing new consoles. Quintessentially, this is the last. I feel that 2019 is going to be the last full year. Of uh, basically like uh, exclusive stuff released by Sony and by Microsoft before next generation of consoles come in 2020. So it's like this is definitely feeling like one of those like uh, the last hurrahs in terms of like main appeal in terms of like all these games releasing all at once. Yeah. <laughs> for those two consoles. Now, a lot of things that we have not even began to be aware of is like the new Metroid Prime game, this and that. And it's like, what else could you possibly want inside the next year? There's already a slew of a bunch of different appealing games. It's definitely shaping up to be kind of strong, kind of similar to how 2017 was. Honestly, for 2018, this was considered a off year in comparison to 2017. 
considering like all the strong games that released a couple of years ago. Now, when it comes to 2019, it definitely has the potential. But let's see how higher, how much higher it's going to get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you make a good point with uh, you know 2018. It, it's a it's a down year, but right compared to 2017. 2007 is a down year, you know? Uh, yep. It, 2017 was probably the greatest year of all time for gaming. Um, and just on a games level. And, you know, looking at, you know, 2018, uh, you know, we, we're done before the show. We're going to do our uh, Game of the Year show um, in two weeks. Uh, yep. And I, I started put, trying to put together a list, and I was writing down. I was going through my, uh, my, 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 my trophies, trying to remember all the games I played this year. Um, because we're not just doing that. We're gonna do. We're gonna talk. We have other topics we're gonna talk about too, like most disappointing, worst game, blah blah blah. And I was going through. I'm like, oh, I forgot that game came out this year. I forgot I played that game. What the? What was this game? Um, you know. And I, you know, it's just funny. I was putting my list together, and I'm just like, man, there's like, it feels like this year was a very top heavy year, where there was like a few like amazing like game of the generation games. I think, or what can be in that list, um, or in the, in the discussion. And then there's this kind of like, there's this like this big step down of still a lot of really good games, but like you look at last year where like my number ten game was a South Park game that was a really good yeah. South Park game, and I barely made the list. And then actually, if I would have played Near Automata, which I played in January of this year, I would have played that last year. That wouldn't even be on my list. That's how crazy last year was. Um, right. Uh, I need to go back beat that game. That game is fantastic. Uh, but anyways, I'm just I'm, I'm just looking at like could it could 2019 be one of the greatest years of all time? Uh, what's on there now? Uh, it could be a very good year. I think it could be. I think what's here already um, could already top this year. Maybe not like the peak game, but I think from an overall quality of games, um, it could do that. You know, I think there's. When I was putting, when I was kind of putting my, together my list, like I'm, most years, like last year, for the last three years, I've had, I've been able to make a top twenty list and still had to cut games off. You know, this year I don't even know if I can right. make a top twenty list. Like of just games that, like, I kind of like that game. I guess I could throw that in there. I could probably squeeze together right. a top twenty list, but like really games that I deserve, like I felt like deserve to be talked about, I couldn't make one. Uh, and I feel like <laughs> looking at this, uh, I mean, and just, and that's just, this is stuff that we know about in December. Uh, yes, like there is like 15 games I want to play already. Like they can they can release nothing else but these games on this list, and it would be an awesome year. I think it'd be a fantastic. It'd be one of the best years I think uh, in the in the time of us doing the show in the six year almost six years of us doing the show. Uh, right. So I don't know. I thought I thought it was kind of a you know kind of a interesting to look at. Uh, just because I was just like I was I was blown away. I'm just like. How am I gonna pay for this shit? What am I gonna? <laughs> more importantly, what am I gonna find time for this shit? Uh, like, oh man, like February alone is gonna kill me. Uh, that's like Horizon and Zelda releasing in the same week, all over again. Oh god, which was awful. Oh itself. god. Uh, I'm just looking at it right now. Looking at it, we have Crackdown three, Metro, Anthem, Left Alive, all coming out within three weeks of each other, and I, I want to. I'm I'm gonna play all th- all th- all four of those games. Then we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, more Combat 11 and Days Gone coming out with within three days of each other. I want to play both of those games. I'm pumped for Mortal right. Kombat 11. I actually started uh, playing, I didn't talk about uh, in what we've been playing, but I started replaying Mortal Kombat 10 again uh, this week. So ah. that's been fun. It was five bucks. I went, I'm like, fuck yeah, pick it up. I picked up Injustice 2. Uh, so it was like it was like 15 right. bucks, picked it up. So I'm, I'm pumped for that game. Uh, I don't know, I'm just, man, Days Gone. That game, I think, I feel like it's going to be either fantastic or it's going to be uh, bad. I don't know if there's a middle ground in that. Uh, Rage 2 looks like Doom open world. That sounds awesome. Uh, I don't know. Judgment looks awesome. You know, I, I, like I talked about last week with uh, with that game. Like, I was game like Gears of War 5. Gears is one of my favorite franchises. We're getting the next one in that. That's going to be awesome. I don't know. It's, it's going to be an awesome year. I'm, I'm saying awesome a lot. But I can't help it because it just looks so good next year. I can't wait. I can't wait for 2019 to get here. Really, if we can just get past mm-hmm. winter and get into spring, because I'm sick and tired of the cold already. It's fucking bullshit. Fuck cold. Yep. Uh, let's let's get it over with. 
Uh, but yeah. I don't know, Gables. Well, you said Go ahead. you said that you freaking had like about freaking how you're like you're so tired of the cold. I had a freaking almost like sixty degree weather thing yesterday. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah, bullshit. Like I know it's, it's god damn it. Well, because we're all over the place with with weather right now. Like if, if yeah. we had like was it Thursday night? We were supposed to have a uh, 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 freezing rain, so I got up super early to go to work, and then we got nothing, and then it was forty degrees outside by ten a.m. I'll tell you what, man. It's so crazy. Like, in the middle of December, you have, like, a wind front that's so warm that it feels like 60-degree weather. Mm-hmm. It's so weird out of the ordinary. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. The kind of nice thing, though, is when it gets, like, when you get, you get kind of, your body gets uh, used to the cold a little bit. And they get, the, uh-huh. get that nice little warm front end. I'm not even saying, like, 50s or 60s. I'm talking, like, 40s. Like, oh, this is kind of uh-huh. nice. This ain't bad. But, like, two months ago when it was, like, 50 <laughs> degrees outside, you're freezing your ass off. But now oh, it's yeah. like you're so you're so used to the, the teens and the twenties. Forty is awesome. Um, nice. I can't I can't wait for like March when that gets here. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be so great. I'm just I'm just re- <laughs> if you can't tell I'm just ready for the busy season already to be over at work. Uh, and we're like literally like three weeks into it. Uh, so, but I don't know. I, I thought it'd be just kind of like I said. There wasn't really a lot to talk about this week. It's something that's been on my mind a lot lately, um, gaming wise. I think about I think about this about this a lot when I'm pooping. I don't know. I don't know what you. I don't know what you think about when you're pooping. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Oh wow. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I like to. I like to scroll on Twitter and Reddit and uh, think about think about gaming while I'm pooping. I do my best thinking on there. I think sometimes I should really like start like writing things down and recording myself because I, I come up with like really like good points and like things I want to talk about on the show. And then by the time I get like by the time I'm done pooping, like I get up and I'm like, what was I just thinking about? Like, what was I had a really good point, and like I was so proud of my point. I'm like, that's a good out loud. That's a good point, Tyler. Like I told myself out loud, I thought of a really good point, and then I get out of the bathroom and I'm like, what was I just talking about? What was my point? What was, what, what was the whole conversation? <laughs> I don't even remember what it was about. Could have been about freaking right. potato chips for all I know. Uh, but <laughs> I also think about potato chips from time to time. <laughs> <laughs> I do a lot of thinking on the, on the pooper. You uh, should Gables. I'm telling you. Just go. Don't even have to go. If you don't have to go poop after the podcast, just go sit on your toilet. And just think. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just maybe like I don't know if you have to actually poop to think like that, like to get into that deep thought. Uh, maybe you could just sit in toilet. I know. I haven't tried it. I'm gonna try it for the show too. Why don't we just do it together? We'll Facetime on, on the toilet. <laughs> no. Worth <laughs> a shot. Uh, just face to face. Like uh. I'll pick my whole computer up with my camera and I'll put it in the bathroom and we'll talk. No. Okay, what's the shot? <laughs> That's weird. Ah, I mean, we, we've, we've said, we talk about weirder things in the show, I'm sure. I know. I know. But that would be a freaking first. That'd be kind of funny as hell. We should do <laughs> our 400th episode on the pot. Uh, I don't know if I can get away with that. <laughs> yeah, it'd be fun. It'd be fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll get like a little lab. I'll, I'll record the show from my iPod or my iPad or something like that. One just like, boom, sit in the toilet. Talk, pooping, pooping about games. Pooping and gaming. It's... All of a sudden, you just hear like people just like just call out this bang on the door. Are you done? <laughs> <laughs> we're like we're gonna like our legs are gonna be asleep. We're gonna have to sit down for another twenty minutes. Wait for the. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. God, I hate when that happens. When you're, like you're just sitting on this like twenty minutes passes by. It's like oh god, my legs. You stand up to like go walk to the bathroom to go walk to the sink and you fall down. It's like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done that, but that sounds hilarious. <laughs> Oh, it's just me? Mm. Shit. You fell down. <laughs> you haven't? You only get no. that weird pins and needle feeling and it's like unbearable when you move. When you're Yes, like... I felt that feeling, but at least I maintained balance. Oh, no. I, I fell down. Um, so, have you... Do you... Question. I was at work the, I was at work the other day. Uh, we, got a new, right. we got a new break room this weekend. It's really nice, by the way. Yeah. Uh, but even still, we had it was a couple days in. I'm in there. I'm pooping. You know what I like. What I do. That's what I do. You know I poop. Okay. Uh, getting paid for it. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> and a guy comes in, sits down, a couple stalls down. Whatever. That's fine. It's, uh-huh. it, there's six stalls. There's plenty of stalls. I hear a rapper. A rapper. He's eating a candy bar or some. He's eating something <laughs> that involves a rapper. It's not crunchy, so I'm assuming it's a candy bar. It's not chips. It's not pretzels. It's not popcorn. God, I'm assuming like Snickers, maybe. No, no, there was no peanut. It wasn't crunchy, so no, no peanuts. Maybe like a Reese's or a Butterfinger. Like, why would... I don't know. Like, I wouldn't eat 
like in the most sterile bathroom ever, I wouldn't feel comfortable bringing food in there and eating on the toilet. Um, oh no! But especially in a public one, even if it's a couple days if old. Well, here's the thing. If you bring food instead of a public restroom, while somebody's using the facilities, and there's poo particles just flying all over the place. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you're literally eating somebody's shit while someone's taking a shit. Yeah. (laughs) Even if it's your own poo particles. That's gross. I mean, it's better than someone else's, but it's still gross. Like, I couldn't imagine... Like, I wouldn't want to bring my water bottle in there. Like... Even with fully capped, unopened, so it's still got that nice little ring on there, and it's nice and tightly it's air sealed shut, you know. Got that nice little cap chuck, and it's closed nice. Right, right. I still wouldn't want to bring it in there. I wouldn't want to bring, like, <laughs> or my, the locker room and the bathroom in the same are in the same room. So you you, you right. gotta sometimes you gotta bring your stuff in there. It's whatever. Uh, I don't like doing that. Like I only bring my fiber bars I eat every day at work. It's still in the packaging. I don't like bringing it in there. I just, just weird shit. This is weird stuff that happens. Weird things happen. Oh in the man. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Definitely inside work bathrooms too, because like uh, I know at my workplace and stuff in the men's uh, bathroom in the back of the store where it's like you go inside the stall, right, and all of a sudden you like you stare across and there's like this hole in the wall, right, mm-hmm. and it's like it's it's not that uh, big. It's not that that big or somewhere someone could pee like peel. My God, not pee, but like they could like just peer right through yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. But no, it's like. It's more or less like a wall has like a dark hole, and then you have some insulation, and then all of a sudden it's like it's blocking stuff, right? You wouldn't, I could not tell you how many times some dudes have gone inside there and just either stuffed toilet paper inside that opening, or like stuffed at one point a little stuffed animal inside the damn opening itself, having to peer. Oh, it's like yeah, we we, we call those peepers. Um, what call those peepers? Yeah, what people do sometimes <laughs> is they'll like they'll hang it from like the top little um, little knob thing. And they'll like they'll, yeah. they'll they'll hang down and they'll drape down and cover up the whole hole, which I can understand, you know. But still, it's so weird. I mean, that I, when you make the eye contact with somebody when you're sitting there on, on uh, you're 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 naked, kind of. You got your pants on your ankles, you know. You're at your most um, uh, what's uh, vulnerable uh, oh, at yeah. that moment, and if someone just sees you. It's just like. That's shame. That's real shame I feel right there. Like someone just saw you. It's, it's like in your low. It's like a natural human thing we do. But it's like it's like like the lowest thing possible, you know? Um, right. Maybe like getting kicked in the nuts from in from your crush or something, you know? It's the same idea. It's the same thing. These are things I think about in the toilet gables. It's all coming back to me. Um, <laughs> just you getting kicked nuts like, in front of you. I just lean back. I got my leg up on my knee here. I'm getting comfortable, man. Like I might as well be on the toilet. Like that's how comfortable I am right now. That's how I am. I'm just oh. talking out loud. Uh, about oh bathroom etiquette, you know. It's just... another thing that happened to me at work that was weird. Um, so the new bathroom we have, we used to have okay. two urinals. Uh, okay. Now we have six. So there's five of them. What? And then directly, and then there's the one in the corner. And directly behind that one is another urinal. Um, so cool. We have six urinals. Fantastic. <laughs> there's a urinal in the corner? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. We have two. Is it, direct, is it directly like by a like actually in the corner itself or just like uh, right by the corner? It's actually in the corner. Uh, oh, God. And then we have the one directly behind it, you know. So we have two in the corner there. And they each have their own little block thing, which is nice because before. Really so theoretically, it. like, theoretically you're standing in the corner while taking a pee or something like that. I like going there. I go in the corner every time, even if no one's in there. I go take that corner. Fuck yeah! It's like when you take the. It's like when you go to the bathroom and you go poop at work or poop in a public bathroom. Bathroom uh-huh. and there's that. There's the handicap one and it's like twice the size of the other one. You still take it. <laughs> you still take it. Are you kidding? You still take you it for the room. Yeah, of course you do. Of course you take it. It's stupid not to. You know, guy comes in with a wheelchair. Well, tough titties, boy. It's your guy here sooner. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, you know, but. Anyways, uh, this is even worse than you like freaking beating kids on Nintendo games. I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's up there. Uh, hey, elderly dude. I'm sorry the jam crutches, but I'm taking a shit yeah, right now. You're gonna, you're gonna have to crawl in that the other one over there. Good luck. Uh, but you know, um, I, I, I was peeing. There was there was nobody else in there peeing. Two guys coming right. around the corner uh, to go to the bathroom. Whatever, you know. If there's six urinals, it's fantastic. Um, uh-huh. I'm the only one there. I'm in the corner. One yep. of them 
there's five urinals on this one wall. Takes uh-huh. the one next to me. <laughs> Already broke the cardinal rule of peeing at urinals. It's every other one, bro. Every other one. There's five. That means I got one. You take three. And then the other guy takes five. No. No one he does? So the guy takes the one next to me. That guy takes the one behind me. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. And so you're just, you're just thinking to yourself, like, oh, man, he's right behind me while I'm pistoling in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, this isn't like a homophobic thing, but this is just a weird thing. Why would you do? We, there's rules. This isn't nom. There are rules. You, it's every other one. What I'm are we just doing? waiting for the one day where like one of your coworkers just like just goes forward and just like shoulder blocks you in the corner and all of a sudden you're like, oh, ah! that's fine. I'd rather have that than you. What are we doing here, guys? What are we doing? It's like it's like the guys when they go to the bathroom and they like they're peeing so far away from the urinal. It looks like they just pulled up to take a three. And they're just like, they're, they're at the top of the queue. Like, I've never seen that. You haven't but... seen that? Oh, boy. We see a lot. I've never actually seen that through the workplace, no. Oh, man. Well, that's, what's funny is because our men's bathroom is so small and stuff, there's like, there's one urinal, then there's like a freaking like bathroom stall where like the, the women's room has a sink and like just two like bathrooms like next to each other or something like that. I've cleaned bathrooms on occasion, yeah. so I, I understand. Sorry. But, uh... But it's just kind of funny how, like, in the men's bathroom or something like that, you always have those one or two workers that go inside the stall or something like that. They stink up the place, mm-hmm. and it's like, it, it, it was funny. Like, I remember one portion where it's like, uh, this is lunchtime, right? It's so uh, me and a couple of the guys were up there, were washing our hands. All of a sudden, the dude, one of our coworkers, goes sort of and just goes to the bathroom stall. It's like no modesty, no anything like that. All of a sudden, he just he just lets out this big ass like fart like over. So it's like everybody in the stall, everybody in the men's bathroom. It's like about three or four of us just started laughing our asses off and just left. It stuck so fucking bad. That's another thing. <laughs> While we're on urinals, let's keep it going. Let's keep rolling here. Okay. What is the policy? I don't know the rules about this one. I'm, I'm curious about this one. What are the rules? About when you're peeing at the urinal and the guy next to you or whatever one down from you or the other one or whatever it is, if he starts ripping ass, <laughs> is that fair? Is that wrong? Like, I don't like it. I don't do it. Like, if I'm by myself, I'll do it. Oh, hell yeah. I'll crop dust. Oh, I'll tell you what. I'll crop dust I'll tell you what I'm not afraid of it. But if somebody else is already there, I'm going to hold that sucker in. I'm going to clench the butt cheeks together and I'm going to force it out the front. You know? <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What's what's mostly like, uh, what's mostly kind of funny. It's like if you're in the stall by like yourself in the bathroom, and all of a sudden somebody goes in to use the urinal. You're like, oh, oh god. And especially if you're like the opposite end where you're trying to use the urinal while somebody else is in the stall, you're just trying to do your business and get out there as fast as possible because you don't want to hear or smell anything yeah. and just leave. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck, man. It's ridiculous. I want to know the rules about this. This is something I want to find out. Like, what are the rules about farting at the urinal? Like, if it's something you know, that's whatever, you know? If Gables, you pull up next to me. Well, if you pull up next to me at the urinal, I'd still wish you get the we, we have the one gap in between if it's possible. But if not, it's whatever. That's fine. But if Gables, you, you pulled up next to me. Uh, first off, I hope you're not, I hope it's like a, I hope it's like a, it's like a layup in and not so much of a pee from the three-point range. But, but, you know, if. If you go up there and you fart, it's whatever. Because you're Gables, you know? You can do whatever you want, Gables. Uh, <laughs> just go. It'd be like, just like if you had a bad case of the beans or something like that. You just go right next to somebody. All of a sudden, like, Ehh. Yeah. But Joe Schmo number three, just coming up next to me. <laughs> you know? What? Uh. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, and then and then it's even more awkward because you guy you kind of like glance over because you can't help it, kind of glance over and they look over you and they smile. I'm like, I'm just like, fuck you, dude. They're like, fuck you, man. <laughs> fuck you. <sighs> yeah. As you can tell, I have a lot of problems. I, I hate going to the bathroom. <laughs> I, love, I love you. Have a lot of- I love being paid paid to go poop. I do, especially on overtime. Um, but man, well, you've heard about the imp- you've heard about the expression. It's like. Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime. That's why I poop on company time. Yes, that is exactly true. <laughs> You're goddamn right. Do you, you, you think I went and pooped twice today at work on Saturday when I got paid overtime? You're goddamn right I did. Goddamn right I did. 
another thing about bathrooms. Oh boy, now we're you know I'm on some here. On the phone, mm-hmm. pooping. Uh, Why do we do that? To be perfectly honest with you, I haven't a clue. What? You get an important call while you're in the bathroom or something like that. Yeah, I can understand if it's like something very important, but I do not want anybody calling me if I'm taking a crap. Yeah, that's just the thing. I do not want people to hear me like out in the background. All of a sudden, it's like, "Hey, where are you? you sound like you're in a tin can." Like, well, I'm using the bathroom. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I hate it when you're in there and you go, you're trying to go pee or you're pooping or whatever, and you're hearing someone on the phone talking, and they're just like, "Yeah, yeah." So what I was thinking was, <laughs> "Have you actually heard somebody do yes! that while you're like once a week?" <laughs> it happens. It's it's insanity. It's insanity. They're talking to their wife or their girlfriend or something like that, and they just have to they just have to pinch. Yeah. Like, oh, oh god. Yeah, you just hear that. You hear a little, you hear a little plop in the water. I can't make the plopping noise, but you get you get the effect. Um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, and you get the little you get the little, it hits it hits the water and you get the little splash in the butt cheeks you know it happens uh, you know. <laughs> but I don't know it, it's just this stuff bothered I, this stuff's bothered me for years it's just all coming out now uh, I've I've had more uh, I've worked more hours than I've slept this month probably so I'm a little delirious right now um, <laughs> so be good to each other people you know you, you're in the bathroom don't talk on the phone. You go, pull up for a layup. Don't shoot from three-point range while you're peeing, okay? Every other stall, every other urinal, okay? And also, put your goddamn phone on silent. I don't want to listen to you watch YouTube. I don't want to listen to your music. I don't want to listen to you play your fucking game. Do I scroll on Twitter or Reddit like I, like I said earlier while I'm on, I'm, I'm on the toilet? Of course I do. But I mute the fucking phone. Mute the goddamn and phone. Among, among, you know, among all else and stuff, do not go number two in the urinal. That's true. Do, do not drop a dookie in the urinal. Um, and also, courtesy, courtesy flushes are really appreciated. As soon as you're done pooping, flush. If you got poop a little bit more. And also, there, there's a reason why the freaking company bathrooms is called self clean. Self clean the dang bathrooms after you got done using the damn facilities because nobody wants to clean up after that crap. Nobody wants to go into the bathroom, go in the stall, and see. That's a major little, problem in my work. See little hair follicles and some little, little poop particles on sitting around there. Nobody wants to see that shit. Wish you that, <laughs> especially when you're, especially when you go pee at a urinal and there's pee on the floor. How do you, how, how do you miss? It Dude, is, this it is like, four feet wide. There's I a know, giant right? thing that says you can like lay your testicles on the thing and then pee in it directly if you have to. I don't know. That's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> there's literally a sign in the men's room in my workplace. It's like. Just, like, clean up after yourself. Do this, do that. And it never stops anybody from pissing all over the toilet yeah. seats. <laughs> you know? Like, sometimes when it first takes off, you don't know where it's going. You gotta you gotta self-correct after the fact. That's fine. We understand. Wipe it up. Pick it up. <laughs> I don't want to sit in your pee. I don't want to see your pee. I don't want to see your, your, little, your little hairs. Your little poo particles in there. It's fucking disgusting. Pick the shit up. Um... This is uh, Tyler and Gable's Bathroom Etiquette Hour. Uh, thank you guys for joining us here. Uh, I think I think we're done here with that one, Gables. Uh, I think we are, I think too. we spent more time talking about bathroom etiquette than we did gaming this week, uh, which is fine. I hope you guys learned something today. Um, Episode 305, Toilet Humor. Toilet Humor, yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> Pooping and gaming. That's what we do. Um, so, anyways, if you like the show and you want to hear more from us, we are on Spotify now, uh, Drunk Dash Runs Podcast. Uh, follow us. I think you follow us on there. Yeah, follow us on there. That's what you do. Uh, please. Um, and then also on iTunes at Drunk, Drunk Dash Runs Podcast. Subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Leave us a nice little comment. Really appreciate if you did that. YouTube, Drunk Dash Nerds. Uh, subscribe to us on there. Give us a big thumbs up. Leave us a comment on the on the podcast as well. Uh, on uh, twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Check him out on there, please. He is trying nice. to become a Twitch affiliate. Uh, give him a nice little follow. Send him a friend request. I'm sure he'd, he'd accept it. Unless you're uh, yeah. one of those weirdos that uh, farts next to people at the fucking to- at the urinal. Uh, <laughs> then you're just an asshole. And I hope Gables unfriends you. Uh, I, hope he, I hope he friends you and then immediately unfriends you. That's what I want to happen. Uh, Gables, they deserve it. Um, and I forgot I lost from Oh, Facebook. We have, we have a page and a group, a Drunk Dashers Podcast. Like, join us on there. And then also at Twitter at Drunk Dads Pod. Follow us on there. The more people out there that follow us, give us reviews, five stars, big thumbs up, comments, whatever, uh, more likely it is people can see us. 
So we really appreciate you did that. Um, thank you guys for listening. I was host, I was Tom. And I have been Colonel Gable. So until next week, every time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> every time, everybody, anyway, anytime. Everybody's got a price. Anyway, <laughs> I have been Colonel Gables. So until next week, I hope you guys have a nice time. I hope you guys had a nice whatever the hell you're doing. <laughs> and most importantly of all, I hope you have a fun-filled episode of the Drunk Testers podcast. You, you, know, you know, Gables, <laughs> <laughs> before we get out of here, I hope somebody is listening to that whole last 20 minutes on the toilet. And they're thinking about everything they've ever done with their child life. And hope, <laughs> if we fix one person's bathroom etiquette, I think this episode was a success. And also, Gables. Yeah. Too sweet, sweet man. Bye, guys. See ya.